0: What is up, my Ethos friends, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Wednesday, December 8th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone. Um, We have ourselves a whopper of a Wednesday. Didn't plan on that pun, but here we are. Uh, A 13-game massive slate here. Uh, Many teams on the back-to-back, front-end, back-end, whatever you want to say there. But, uh, yeah, we have a big one here that we will dive right into. And before we do, we got some awesome news here uh, about Thrive Fantasy, guys. So come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this NBA season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and eSports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over 50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly for NBA and has awarded over $6 million. So come on down and use the promo code Ethos, that's E-T-H-O-S, when you sign up today, and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Uh, you can download the the Thrive Fantasy um, app in the App Store or the Play Store or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop today. Uh, if you deposit $10, you can get two free $20 NBA tickets. Deposit $100 and receive four free $20 NBA tickets. Obviously, plus the instant 100% match. Deposit up to $100 for new users. Uh, Can't get any better than this, guys. Go take advantage of that right now. Deposit 10 Again, you get two free $20 NBA tickets. Deposit $100. You get four free $20 NBA tickets. Uh, And that is only at Thrive Fantasy. All right. Let's take a deep dive right into this 13-game slate here. We're going to run right through them. Uh, The first game on the docket, we have the Philadelphia 76ers taking on whatever is left of the Charlotte Hornets. We have a a 217.5 game total. The Sixers are 6.5-point road favorites. This game tips off at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the injury report, we have uh, for the Sixers, Tyrese Maxey is questionable. Grant Riller is out. Uh, ben Simmons is out on the Hornets' side of the ball. Lamelo, McDaniels, Plumlee, Rozier, Ish-Smith, all out for health and safety protocols. We know where a lot of value is going to be lying. I'll start with the Sixers' side. They are the away team. Uh, Embiid is going to be in fantastic shape. He is very expensive on this slate, uh, but they don't have another center there. B.J. Washington Nick Richards are going to be his primary uh, defenders. If this game can stay competitive... Joel Embiid is certainly uh, in play for a monster of a night. Outside of him, I mean, Tobias Harris is in a good spot. I'd rather just go to um, Embiid if you have the money. Tobias Harris, though, is in a good spot. Uh, but we're looking at Maxi. He's out, or questionable, I should say. And Seth Curry, Shake Milton, value should be had there. I like those two guys uh, with Embiid. A little bit of Tobias Harris there as well. On the other side of the ball, um, a guy I prefer more to, to buy his here is a similar price tag Gordon Hayward uh, we're gonna see a lot of point Gordon in this one they don't uh, their two point guards are out for this one uh, Gordon had nine assists in the last game he put up 36 fantasy points which is pretty much his value uh, right here but he, and he only shot five of 19 from the field one of eight from three uh, if he shot a little bit better that could have been a nice 40 40 and a half point game there um, and this was against the the same Sixers team. So I do see a little bit of point Gordon again. And that's a good, good price tag for him seven six with all of these people uh, out on the protocols. Um outside of him, PJ Washington. I mean there's no um there's no plumley here. PJ Washington's gonna play. It's it's a tough matchup against Embiid. Uh but he did pretty solid last game. He shot six of seventeen from the field, forty-two actual uh, 42 fantasy points. So played 32 minutes. He's going to see a lot of time again. Uh, and then Cody Martin, James Booknight, Nick Richards, they all get a bump as well. Uh, Their price tags are pretty solid here, 5K, 3-8, and 3-3. Uh, they all get a bump in this matchup. Uh, Nick Richards got a play because obviously there's no Plumley. They need some size on Embiid as well. Uh, so all three of these guys are in play for me. There's a lot of value to be had on Charlotte with all these people out in the protocols. All right, let's jump on over to the next game of the night. We have the Chicago bulls taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers at 7 p.m. Eastern standard time. We have a two Oh eight game total, and it is a pick them uh, on the injury report. We have Alex Caruso as doubtful. Javante green, Kobe white, Patrick Williams, DeMar DeRozan out for the bulls for the Cavs, We have taco fall, taco fall out, uh, Colin Sexton out, Dean Wade as questionable. Jump on over to the bulls. Um, uh, Zach Levine is in a fine spot here with no DeRozan, no Caruso. Um, he has 14 assists in the last two games, playing a lot better. That price tag is pretty much baked in though. Uh, at ten five, he's not a tournament guy for me. He's more of a uh, cash guy because the price is baked in. He jumped up a thousand dollars. They're, they're baking in the price without DeRozan there, so the upside isn't huge, but he's pretty safe. He should be pretty solid here. Uh, I do like Lonzo Ball. I do like Derrick Jones Jr. I do like A.O. Um, I think all three of those guys are solid plays here. Again, no DeRozan, no Caruso, uh, no white, no green. Going to be a lot of minutes for those th- those guys here. Um, or, well, the last two guys, and, and Lonzo just gets more ball handling responsibility, more shot making uh, without DeRozan there. So I like him for his price tag, and I think Jones and A.O. showed that they're going to play a lot of minutes. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. is going to be in the rotation, too, probably mid-20s minutes, and you could take a shot at him at 3-3, though I do just prefer if you can get uh, the $600 to pay up for A.O. or $1,000 to pay up for Derek Jones Jr. They're definitely going to be in the rotation for about 25 to 30-plus minutes here. Right On the other side of the ball, um, I'm looking mostly at Mobley, marketing I think those two guys have a very solid matchup here. Uh, Okoro, Okoro for his cheap value. Um, Dean is questionable. There should be extra minutes to go around for Markin to play the 4 and the 3. Uh, Mobley get extra minutes there. Um, their price tags are real solid, and Markin has been beating that price tag a lot. Still, ha- He's still not getting over 6K, so that's a uh, we can still look at him here. Mobley is just a very, very rock-solid uh, guy. He's hit or miss sometimes. In some games, he's going to go off and rebounding. Uh, without a power forward, really, for the Bulls right now, there's every chance that his size is a big factor in this one, and he can grab 14-plus uh, rebounds in this matchup. Uh, so I do like Evan Mobley here at that 6-4 price tag. And I mentioned Okoro, 3,400. He's going to play. Um, he doesn't. He's not huge on upside, doesn't really. He's not a scorer, but another guy you can throw in there at that cheap, cheap price tag. Right. Jumping on to the next game of the night, we have Washington taking on Detroit in Detroit. We have a 209 game total, uh, and the Wizards are five and a half point road favorites. On the injury report, we have uh, for the Wizards, Davis Bertans is questionable. Rui, Thomas Bryant, both out uh, on the piston side of the ball. We have uh, Diallo as questionable. Corey Joseph as probable. And Kelly Olynyk as out. I'll jump on to the Washington side of the ball. Um, not really too interested in anyone in particular in this on this side of the ball. Uh, to be honest, I think they're all just really solid. And if I had to look somewhere, it'd be in the front court with Hero and Gafford. Uh, they could prove to beat those values, but for the most part, this team is just very well balanced, very well rounded. Uh, there are people that beat their price tag on any on random nights, but it's not. Uh, an exact science, and I'm gonna leave it alone. Even in a solid matchup here, same thing on the other side of the ball. Um, not a matchup I specifically want to target. Uh, I would look Cade Cunningham's way, but I think we have better options around that same price tag. So uh, I'm not really gonna ha- look him too much. Um, and I, I think everybody's price tag is pretty pretty solid. Uh, similar to what I mentioned in the other side of the ball, I would take a look at Isaiah Stewart. Um. I think that he is too cheap there. Um, outside of that, pretty much going to leave this game alone. I'll look at the front court options on both sides, but uh, that is it. Jumping on over to the last game at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the New York Knicks taking on the Indiana Pacers, a 213 game total. The Pacers are four point home favorites. Uh, on the injury report, we don't have anybody for the Knicks, and the Pacers have Justin Holiday, TJ McConnell, TJ Warren, all out right we'll start with the Knicks um they've played these guys a couple times already Julius hasn't been as good as you'd want as good as you want that price tag I'm uh, gonna leave him alone I think we have a couple other we have a ton of options on the slate I should say around that price tag I need someone who's gonna hang out 60 for 10k here um without thinking about it Outside, but besides him I'm looking at R.J. Barrett Derrick Rose uh and Mitch Robinson. I think those three are fairly priced. Barrett and Rose haven't been the greatest lately. Um about 5K in a good matchup here. Where it's gonna be up and down, not a lot of defense on the Indiana side. Um I'll take some shots at that to beat that very reasonable price tag, just five five one and five three. Uh, those two can definitely beat it. Uh Mitch Robb, he came off the bench in the last one. And he had himself a game. I wonder if it sticks. If not. Uh, we'll see but he had himself a near forty point fantasy effort with a double double here uh, eleven and fourteen. The last time he got a double double was November seventeenth so a uh, big off the game big game off the bench here we'll see if that sticks forty two hundred either way um, makes sense uh, he, he might get a lot of minutes not against miles Turner so that'll only help him. I don't mind going out there here in tournaments especially uh, if he comes off the bench again, I don't think he's gonna get too much ownership here. On the other side of the ball, we have Indiana. And we know that most of this team is on the trade block. We mentioned, uh, we heard Sabonis, LaVert, Turner, all mentioned. I'm assuming Brogdon, if if an offer comes around, that's nice. Um, All their big guns, right? Uh, they're available for trade if, if anybody wants them. Uh, I'm not going to really go to Sabonis or, or Brogdon in this one. I, I think Turner and LaVert do have solid matchups. Uh, don't love the 6K price tags, but I think LaVert... Has a higher upside. He can beat that price tag. He has been playing really well lately. Uh, Turner can as well. Nerlands Noel, Mitch Robb. Uh, solid defenders, but don't really, haven't been the greatest this year, even when, when they've been healthy. So I think both of them could beat this price tag. I'll go more Levert. Uh, but Turner's in my player pool as well. <clears throat> and that's pretty much it for this side of the ball. We'll jump on over to the 730 games. The first one we have the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Miami Heat. We have a two 14 and a half game total. The bucks are seven point road favorites. Uh, on the injury report we have for the bucks, Steven Chenzo, Brooke Lopez, semi, Oh, out George Hill. Questionable. The heat, bam, Butler, Marquise Morris, Victor Oladipo, all out. Caleb Martin as questionable. So the big guns are out for the heat in this one. Uh, these guys just played each other the other night. We've been seeing that a couple games already. Um, Without Butler, without Bam, obviously Giannis is in a fantastic spot here. Uh, but he missed a few few games with uh, calf soreness last week. He only or he only played twenty seven in the in the game before this. Uh, they won by eight. I can't imagine him getting thrown in there for thirty five minutes in, in a game without Bam or Butler. The Heat are going to play, yeah. But again, in a game without Bam or Butler, even in, though he's in a great matchup, eleven point six K going to be tough for me to justify paying him if he's not going to be guaranteed 35 minutes. So I'll uh, leave him out there. I'm probably not going to have much exposure to uh, anyone on this side of the ball with without the the big guns on the other side. Um, they might, it could, even if it's close, they might see uh, a deeper rotation if, if they can here. Uh, so I'm not going to have too much exposure here to them, even though they did play really well the other game. Um... So Giannis wasn't in that, so changes things up. If you look at their scores, people are gonna be, oh, Bobby Portis put up a hell of a game against these guys, uh, fifty-three fantasy points, nineteen and sixteen. Uh, that was without Giannis there, and they still won by twenty-two points without Giannis. So, uh, gotta think that a lot of these guys aren't gonna get as much run here as well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it mostly alone until unless we see something change. On the other side of the ball, mentioned no Bam, no Butler, uh, Lowry hero. Make a lot of sense. I still like going to them at their price tag. I prefer Hero for the upside, but they're both in play here. Uh, and Dwayne Dedman. Uh, he had himself a very good game against the Bucks a couple nights ago as well. Uh, his price tag's jumping up a little bit at 4.8, but he's still in a very solid spot here. Uh, as pretty much the last remaining big man, he has to play a, a solid chunk of minutes. Uh, he's been playing minutes in the 20s lately, and he's bringing back value. so uh, He'll be in my player pool. The upside isn't crazy, though. Uh, he's just an option. All right, jumping on over to the next game, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the Toronto Raptors. Uh, we have a 208 game total, which is tied for the lowest of the night with the game we mentioned before, the Bulls and Cavs. And we have the Raptors as seven-point home favorites. Um, we don't have anybody in the injury report for the Thunder. Bo oh. and the Raptors have OG and Ken burke as out. Uh, We will start with the Thunder here. Uh, Not in love with anybody in this matchup, to be honest. This team is just very weird lately. Um, I don't even know who's going to start at center. Probably James Robinson, Earl, him, and Basley would be the two options I'd look at just because they are under 4K, Uh, but they haven't been playing great lately. We'll see if anybody suddenly misses the game pregame or when the game is about to roll around, like Derek Favors, Mike Mascala, uh, any of these guys. We'll see what happens with the rotation, but... As we stand right now, Basley and Earl would be the two guys I'd look at for value. Outside of that, not really in love with anybody. Uh, and even those two are just fringe value plays because we have a lot of value on this slate. On the other side of the ball, um, not huge on most. Uh, like Van Vliet, Siakam, like them. I think the price tag's a little bit high for me. Uh, Barnes is now in the 8 1 range, too. I'd rather just pay up to get a Siakam if I can. Uh, it's only $700 more now. We still have no OG or Birch and that's where some value lies with uh, a Gary Trent jr at six now that he's back and running uh, precious has had a couple good games in a row. We can look his way at 46 uh, and Boucher as a wild card at 3,400. Uh, we still have no Burke. We know he's going to play a little bit hoping for that 20 minutes, but even if not, if he gets high teens, he could still bring back value here. Uh, he did it in the last game at 14 and six against Washington in only 18 minutes. So, um, those three guys I'm looking at for value. Precious makes a lot of sense at 4-6 now that he's playing really well, uh, or at back-to-back couple good games, I should say. Um, and if that continues, if he's playing over 30 minutes like he's been, 4,600 should be beatable in this matchup. All right, we're going to jump on over to the first game that starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is the Brooklyn Nets taking on the Houston Rockets. Um, we have a 225 game total, and the Nets are 6.5 point home or road favorites. The Nets are on the back end of a back-to-back. Um, I forgot to mention the Knicks. were also on the back end of a back-to-back here. Um, and I don't believe... up oh, the Sixers are on the front end. And I believe that's all we have so far uh, of the games mentioned. On the injury report for the Nets, we don't have anybody submitted because they are on the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, on the Rockets, we have... Uh Usman, Jalen Green, Porter Jr. House all out. We'll start with the Nets. Um, and if we're gonna pay up, I prefer Harden here in the revenge game narrative. Um, eleven two, he's just he's a hundred dollars cheaper than KD. Uh, but he's gonna want something to prove. He's gonna come out firing, come out on all cylinders just in Houston. Uh, I think he wants to make a statement here. Um I know he's they've already played, but I can see him anytime he's playing Houston. He's gonna have a little extra edge, extra motivation here. So if you're gonna pay up, I would pay up for uh Harden here. Outside of that, game could get out of hand. Uh, we're missing a couple people on the other side of the ball, and they're still not the greatest. Houston is on a run here, though, so we shall see. But uh, Bruce Brown, DeAndre Bremby, Nick Claxton could see extra run here. They all have very reasonable price tags at four uh three, three, six and 3-2, and I like that. Uh, we might see James Johnson on the back end of a back-to-back miss. We could see LaMarcus Aldridge, though he's been playing uh, throughout the back-to-backs. Uh, if Aldridge is ready to go and, and it's close, uh, Aldridge at 5-5 five, five makes sense too, but uh, I'd prefer those other guys just in case uh, this game does get out of hand and they they run them out there a little bit. Again, more run there would be beneficial for them, so I like going at the cheap options outside of Harden. On the other side of the ball, uh, Christian Wood is in a very solid matchup. Nearly 10K. It's going to be tough to get him in a lot of lineups, but he's been playing really well uh, his last four games that he actually finished. Um, Back-to-back games over 41 points. A couple games before that, he had two games over 60 points. This is going to be a good matchup for him. At 9-8, he'll be in my player pool. I won't have too much exposure of him because I do prefer some other options a little bit higher that are a little bit safer as well. Um, with higher upside. So, But uh, Wood makes for a nice contrarian play over there. I don't know if I'll get a lot of exposure. Uh, outside of him, Jay Sean Tate, Eric Gordon, Garrison Matthews, all been playing really well. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is out for this one. Jalen Green's out. They're going to be shuffling around the backcourt like they've been doing. Uh, these three guys should start, get a lot of opportunity to both uh, score with all these shots opening up handle the ball and make plays. And that's what they've been doing uh, at their respective price tags. Um, Matthews and Gordon present the hot, the better value for the big discount there. Um, but Tate's still in play in this matchup. He's going to be all over the floor um, guarding both KD, Harden, making plays. I like him here too. But uh, Gordon and Matthews would be the higher value plays there for their respective price tags. All right, jumping on to the next game of the night, we have Dallas Mavericks taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, we have a 2.15.5 game total. The Grizzlies are 4.5-point home favorites. On the injury report, we don't have anybody for Dallas because they are on the back end of the back-to-back. And the Grizzlies have Kyle Anderson as Doubtful, Brandon Clark, Sam Merrill, John Morant, Zaire Williams all out. We'll start with Dallas. Um, and... If I'm being honest here, I'm probably not going to read rostering uh, anybody yet. We'll see exactly what the injury report mentions because, again, we don't know what they're going to do on the back end of a back-to-back. But as of right now, I'm assuming everybody's playing. Um, That's likely off because we know Porzingis is is always in and out. We'll we'll see exactly. But uh, for now, no one's on the injury report. I really don't want to touch this team. I think everybody's price tag is um, where it should be. But we'll see if that changes. On the other side of the ball, everybody's getting a little bit bumped now. Uh, we've been seeing a few games without John Morant. Uh, Desmond Baden is now 6,500. He's been playing really well. Brooks is up there. Tyus Jones is up there. Uh, Jackson finally hit the 7K mark. Uh, he's in the 7K marks now. Or He went down a little bit. Uh, but I'm mainly sticking to Stephen Adams, who's been playing better lately. Uh, Stephen Adams is coming alive at 4,900. A back-to-back games, we have 34-point double-double uh, and then a 44-fantasy-point double-double, 17-16. Uh, that's interesting. If he can continue to do this, especially in a matchup against Dallas, whose uh, front court options aren't the greatest, uh, yeah, Steven Adams is definitely in play here, under 5K. That's very solid. And Anthony Melton at 45. He's one of the few guys that his price tag is not uh, rising considerably. He's actually losing his price tag, which makes sense because he's not getting a ton of run here, but we still don't have Ja. We still don't likely have Kyle Anderson, who's doubtful. Uh, Brandon Clark's out, shuffles a lot of the rotation around. He should still play in the mid-20s or so. Uh, we know his upside, even in limited minutes, can beat that price tag. So those two guys will go, um, I'll keep in my player pool. I like them. All right, next game of the night we have at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, still Utah Jazz taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, we have a 220.5 game total. And the Wolves are eight and a half point, or the Jazz, I'm sorry, are eight and a half point road favorites. This is the highest spread of the night right now. Um, on the injury report, we have, the, for the, the Wolves, Patrick Beverly, Jalen Noel, D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, all questionable. Towns is expected to play. Um, possibly Russell isn't. Beverly is, right as of right now. On the Jazz, we have Hassan Whiteside as questionable and Azabuki as out. We'll start with the Jazz. Uh, I'm really mainly looking at Mitchell. I think that's still a solid price tag. He hasn't been beating it lately, but 8700 in this type of matchup, uh, especially a fast-paced matchup, highest spread of the night, or game total of the night. I like Mitchell here and Conley. Th- those are the two guys I'm mainly looking at. If uh, Towns doesn't play, go it. Gobert- it's a big bump there, but uh, as of right now, Mitchell, Conley. Conley, for his solid price tag, is still 5'5", five, five, and he's been mainly beating that. Um, four of the last five games and counting, he's been, he's been beating that. Uh, and I, I expect that to continue again here. He's averaging 28 fantasy points on the year, so his average is still just beating that as is. And I, the matchup is good here. So I like Conley Mitchell, uh, for a solidness and price tag that doesn't even hit nine K at the moment on the other side of the ball. We got to figure out what's going on, but Russell is doubtful. I would expect towns to play. Um, Beverly is expected to play and we'll say ant man eight, four, no Russell. That's a big boost to him. Uh, This is a tough matchup, but he should see 20 to 25 shots in this one. And any, in that type of volume at eight, four, is something we can take on, even if it's the Utah Jazz. Uh, Patrick Beverly, he might, he, he's expected to play in this one. He might draw the start at point guard without Russell here, 4,800. I don't love him because it's 4,800. I wish it was 4,1, uh, but it'll still be in my player pool because of the opportunity that he's going to have, likely, without Russell. I know it's his first game back, so uh, I won't go too crazy on him, but that is still a solid opportunity under 5K. And Malik Beasley, 4,200. He's still going to have a ton of uh, a a nice role here. Russell's likely not playing. Uh, He's going to get 25 to 30 minutes or so, 4,200. They could be losing this game, and he's never one that shies away from shooting. So uh, Malik Beasley, another option at 4,200. And Nasri would definitely be an option at 3,800 if Towns doesn't play. All right, jumping on over to the next game. It's the last game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Denver Nuggets taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, we have a 219 game total, and the Nuggets are four-point road favorites. On the injury report, um, we have Bowl Bowl as doubtful, P.J. Dozier, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Austin Rivers out, uh, Bones Highlands, Bones Highland doubtful, and Nikola Jokic as probable. On the Pelicans, we have Zion, Trey Williamson, um, Don Holmes, all out, and Josh Hart as questionable. We'll start with the Nuggets. Uh, Jokic is going to be in a smash spot if he does play, and he is probable here, so I would expect him to play. Uh, him and Embiid are going to be in very prime spots to deliver. I probably, I, I think Embiid slightly more, um but they're both going to be in fantastic spots to deliver here. <clears throat> uh, and Jokic is squarely in my player pool uh, comparatively to a lot of the other high-priced guys that I haven't really talked about and, and glossed over. So uh, I like him here. Monte Morris, Composo, both in my player pool as well. Uh, Monte Morris has been playing really solid lately, um, and he's only 5K still. His price tag went down after a thirty $100 after a point. Uh, fantasy output he's been consistently being solid here um, two two out of the last three games he's had at least 19 points actual points scored and took double digit shots he's kind of hit or miss but uh for 5k it's a nice mat- very nice matchup um might not see josh hartnitz who's the best defender on the pelican side uh that's just another bump for him and Campazo so many injuries in the backcourt he's going to have to play. Uh, and he's been a solid per-minute guy. He didn't have a great game in the last one, but outside of in the, the games preceding that, uh, one, two, three, four, five straight or four straight games over 20 points and then a 17-point game. So pretty solid here. I only played 21 minutes in the last one, but I would expect that to climb up a little bit as well. And now and, and I'll jump on over to the other side. Uh, Brandon Ingram has been money lately. Uh, without Josh Hart, He's getting a lot more ball handling responsibility and, and playmaking. Uh, we didn't expect Josh Hart to be <laughs> one of the primary playmakers, but then you look at who was starting in the, the backcourt. Devontae Graham, Nicole Alexander-Walker, uh, not known for their playmaking. They're known for shot creating for themselves, but not for others too much. So that made sense. Uh, Ingram without Hart, out Zion. Now he's getting uh, the injury injuries that he had in the beginning of the year behind him. He's starting to play. Uh, Very solid matchup for him. 9-1. Don't know how much exposure I'll have to him, but I'll keep him in my player pool for the way he's been playing and the role that he should have in this game. Um, Outside of him, not too many people that I'm going to look at at this Pelicans team. Uh, Herb Jones would be an option. Garrett Temple, because he keeps getting minutes. Uh, Those two are more options uh, if you're digging down, but not an offensive threat here. Uh, he's more of a solid defender here, so I, I don't mind looking at those two though, but uh that there's not really much to like on, on the Pelicans' side right now. All right, jumping on over to the last three games of the night. This is the first one that starts at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Portland Trailblazers taking on the Golden State Warriors. We have a two fifteen game total, and the Warriors are a whopping 14 point home favorite. On the injury report, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, both out for the Blazers. We have Cody Zeller, Anthony Simons, Macklemore, and Nasir Little, all questionable. The Warriors have Andre Iguodala as questionable, uh, Clay Thompson, James Wiseman as out. And you can see why it's a 14-point game spread. Uh, First off, the Warriors at home, not the greatest of environments for opposing teams. Second off, you're missing your star backcourt. The Splashtown Northwest Brothers, as they call them. Uh, yeah, and Anthony Simons is questionable. If he plays, he will be in play at 5,200, but if he doesn't, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., 5,800, is going to get all the run he can handle. Uh, Norman Powell, now at 4,800. I know he's playing a little bit hurt. He took 24 shots in that last game, 24 at 36 fantasy points. He has to squarely be in the player pool here. Uh, with or without anthony simons at 4800 that's a very very cheap price tag for a guy uh, like norman powell who's gonna just be the the main focus on this on this team right here um larry nance jr robert covington make a lot of sense as well with all these injuries 3500 and 3300 uh they have to play robert covington is is still starting uh and somehow is He's, he's playing a decent chunk of minutes, and somehow he's, his price tag is all the way to near bare minimum. I know he's not been the greatest offensive threat here, but uh, the Warriors like to play small a lot. He can see center minutes, so can Larry Nance Jr. Uh, for more versatility, so I like those two guys here. Nurkic's going to be a, a primary scoring option here. He took 19 shots in the last one, uh, but that's near 7K price tag in a matchup against the Warriors. Don't really love it. I would much rather stick to the uh, the value that I mentioned here. On the other side of the ball, yeah, Curry, 14-point home favorite without Lillard, McCollum, uh, not going to go there. It's not the safest. I guess for tournaments, sure, but cash, no way. Uh, Jordan Poole, I think, will play regardless, 5,900. He should get a shot off. Uh, It's a very solid price tag. And then you're going to go for value here for me. Uh, Juan Descano Anderson, Gary Payton Jr., Damian Lee, they should all see extra minutes, and they could all produce under 4K. Uh, Damian Lee, back-to-back games over 20 points, so at 3-2. That's a very solid price tag, and we expect this game to not be that close, not be that competitive without the bat starting backcourt for the Blazers. Um, Gary Payton Jr. doesn't get a ton of minutes. This guy steals the ball all like so much. So at 3,500, decent option. I do prefer Lee though, uh, and Juan Toscano-Anderson. He should play a decent chunk of minutes here. Uh, he's been hit or miss, under 4K. Uh, two games outside of the last one, two games before that, 25 and 30. 30- nearly 35 fantasy points so he has upside here uh him and lee would be the primary targets for the value uh with payton mixed in here uh, i would go lee jta payton in my my list there and pools is still in there because uh the guy will should still get minutes and he is the primary scorer on this team All Right, jumping on over to the last game at 10 p.m eastern standard time we have the Orlando Magic traveling all the way across country to take on the Kings. We have a 220 game total, and the Kings are eight-point home favorites. On the injury report, Michael Carter Williams, Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, Etuan Moore, Jalen Suggs all out on the Kings. We have Barnes and Harkless as questionable, um, and that is it. I'm not sure if I mentioned. Nope, never mind. Um, I thought I, I. Was for a second I blanked if I said the Mavericks are on the back end of a back-to-back, but they are. I know that's another game. Uh, we'll jump on over to Orlando. They are the away team. And Cole Anthony coming off a dud of a game. But pretty much this entire team was coming off a dud of a game. They lost by over 30 points to the Warriors in Golden State. What do you expect? Uh, yeah, so I do like to bounce back for Cole Anthony. Um uh, He probably won't be owned much after that dud of a game, so I like to take chances on him as a contrarian play for lower ownership. I did mention a few guys that I like in this range, Uh, so I won't be all over him, but I like him. I I think that's a solid price tag here. The Kings uh, aren't the greatest defenders. We know that they've always struggled in the last however many years against shooting guards uh, with Luke Walton in the coaching booth. But uh, I know he's not there anymore. No calling He's not a shooting guard, but this is still a good matchup for him to bounce back here. Uh, he was playing really well before his injury, and he was playing really well when he came back for a couple games. I uh, just had a dud of a game, as everybody on this team did. I expect to bounce back. Uh, Franz Wagner, I shouldn't say everybody had a dud, because this guy continues to pile up points. I'm not sure how he's still under 6K when, if you look at his uh, recent game log, it's just all value. He's hit 35, then 35, 33, 43, 32, 28, 31. Um, I'm not sure (laughs) he hasn't climbed. He went down $200 after putting up a 35-point fantasy point outing against the Warriors. So uh, Franz Wagner certainly in my player pool here. He continues to hit and beat value, Uh, and as does Gary Harris to a lesser degree. At 3900 no Jalen Suggs. He's still starting. um, Still getting near 30 or over 30 minutes. And he's hitting 25, 20 points here each time. You look at his, his game log. Uh, <clears throat> the last five games, over 20, 21 fantasy points. And six out of the last seven games, same, over 20-something fantasy points. Under 4K, continues to hit value. He'll continue to be in my player pool because of it. Uh, not the hugest upside, of, of course, but uh, certainly value here, especially in cash games. That's, that's very nice. Breath of fresh air. On the other side of the ball, Um, we have a lot of people to like here. There is, you're, you're going against the magic, not the greatest defensive team. They are 14 point home favorite or, uh, eight point home favorites though. Uh, but this is tied for the half a point under the highest projected total of the night. Um, I like Fox in this matchup, but he hasn't been producing great. So he's not safe for cash. He'd be more tournament play for me. Uh, and I probably won't have as much exposure to him than other guys here. Um, with that said, Sean Holmes, I expect to bounce back here, 6,300, very solid price tag. if Barnes is is good, uh, I know he's questionable for this one, uh, but if he's good to go at 5,300 and he's good to go his normal allotment of minutes, which was a lot, uh yeah, that's a fantastic price tag for him. so he'll definitely get me some Harrison Barnes if he is good to go in this one. Uh, Marvin Bagley, 4100. had a double double in the last game. Looking good. He played twenty minutes. Still not the role that we want, but they won by five. They beat the Clippers uh by five points. He had a double double. Uh, I can get behind that forty one hundred dollar price tag there. I do prefer Barnes as my favorite on this uh in this on this team at fifty three hundred, but that's assuming he does play. If he doesn't play, that, that'll change some things around. Terrence Davis jumps back in at thirty eight hundred, uh Mew at forty-eight. Uh but Harrison Barnes is I think he's closer to playing than not, and that price tag is is juicy. All right, jumping on over to the last game of the night, we have the Boston Celtics taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, we have a 2 half game total, and the Clippers are three-point home favorites. The Celtics are on the back end of a back-to-back, so we don't have an injury report for them. But the Clippers have uh, Keon Johnson, Kawhi Leonard, um, Jason Preston all out, and Nicholas Batum as questionable. And let's start with the Celtics. Um, Jason Tatum, 10-6. I'm probably not just going to have... Uh, I, for the most part, I'm going to leave the Celtics alone. Uh, Jalen Brown should be out again. He was out for Tuesday. It's going I would assume he's coming in questionable. Probably going to miss this one. Uh, if he does, makes it very easy for me. I'm going to leave the Celtics alone. If he doesn't, it makes it somewhat less easier for me but I'm still going to leave the Celtics alone. Uh, Jason Tatum in in a solid spot here, but there's so many other options at that price tag that I like more, feel more comfortable with. Uh, And everybody else, uh, I think their price tags reflect uh, not the greatest of upside there. On the other side of the ball, similar scenario. Not really going to touch Paul George. I like other options in that price tag. Uh, Reggie Jackson's been coming down to earth. Uh, Don't hate him, but there's going to be some tough defense from Marcus Smart over there. On, the, on him in particular, um, the center position is fluid. Uh, Marcus Morris Sr. would be the one guy I'm looking at at 4800 uh, seeing Nick Batuma's questionable, likely out for this one. He has been starting to play better. He's been coming around. He missed a lot of time. We know that. Um, back-to-back games of 30-plus fantasy points under 5 k We can continue to look at them, and then he's in a good matchup here to, do, uh, to beat that price tag once again. Well, that's pretty much it for that last game. And that's pretty much it for all of our games. Uh, we hit on every team. Did a quick rundown with this one. And I guess I can do my uh, favorite player tiers here. All right. We'll start with the payup. My favorite high priced guy of the night. Uh, we'll go to one of the, the higher, pro, or I'll do one high, one medium high. I think. Uh, Joel Embiid would be the guy I'm looking at. It's just a fantastic matchup. I know they played these guys the other night. He played 41 minutes. He put up 74 fantasy points, nearly 75. Uh, honestly, he's probably going to be higher owned because of it. But that upside is well within reach once again. I mean, there is no Miles Plumlee. There's no a lot of people on Charlotte. I'm the only one by three. But you're seeing Nick Richards and P.J. Washington as his primary defenders. There's not even a Jaden uh, McDaniels there. So, that is, one's too small, one's not good. Easy for Joel Embiid. Um, and lower, high-priced guy, um, I think Zach Levine. I mentioned that I'm probably not going to have much exposure to him just because the price is baked in. But for cash games, I think ten five is very solid for him. Uh, so that's more for cash there. All right, we're going to jump on over to the um, value plays of the night. So under... 8K and there's a lot of guys, but I'll stick to that first game. Gordon Hayward at seven six, uh, on one of the higher priced mid tier guys, seven six. We saw Point Hayward come out in the last one, didn't hit a lot of shots, but a nine assists is what I was hoping for to see, and what I am glad to see. Um, that is music to our ears. He's gonna, he's not gonna shoot so poorly from the field this one. And if he continues to play Point Hayward like he had in the past, uh, whether it was on Utah. Celtics for a little bit Uh, that is something that we would love to see continue and we should see continue with all of the people out on this squad Uh, and for value I think we have a ton of value to to choose from here Uh, it's probably going to fluctuate throughout the night too so with 13 games obviously the injury report that we have in the morning on Wednesday is going to change so continue to keep out for value but as of right now um, I think A.U. A.U. At 3,900. We'll do. I've got someone under 4K, but AU at under 4K makes a lot of sense. Uh, he should see a ton of minutes in this one. We don't have DeRozan. We don't have Caruso. We don't have uh, Javante Green. Patrick Williams is out for the year. AU under 4K makes a ton of sense to me. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. is only a couple hundred more. He's over 4K. I'll split him in there. He's another option here, but uh, I was going under 4K, and AU makes a lot of sense now. But that changed. There are people that are going to be popping up, uh, but right now, I think his value is just there. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been another edition of DFS Today. We will catch you again tomorrow. Peace.